Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well. Steve Edge is here. Morning, Stevie boy. Good morning. Where are you this morning? I'm in uh, Magar in Gozo. Just Gozo. next to the harbour, like Otis Redding, watching the ships coming and going. What ship? <laughs> Is he the Geordie? It, well, it's, yeah, it's all time. Yeah, <laughs> he was, wasn't he? <laughs> I don't know. If Otis Redding was a Geordie, that's new news to me, but I'll mm, take Well, it. you learn something different every Sitting day. Sitting on the dock of the beer. Well, still, yeah, Vic, Vic and Bob used to do it, didn't they? They used to do two <laughs> little it. Geordie fellas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're uh, you're filming something. Who knows what it could be? It could be anything. Who knows? It might be announced today, so I don't know, but I'm not sure. But anyway, let's see. Okay, well, we'll find out. You've, you've, you're a good, good corporate boy, aren't you? Just, yeah, just follow those rules. Steve. Yeah, just in case of mate Sally Lindsay doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> So Steve's out there in the in the sunshine. It's actually all right here. We're having a heat wave this week. Oh, okay. What is it? Um, I think it's getting up to like towards the thirties. All right, it's thirty-seven here. Thirty-seven. <laughs> Can't move. That, Even when you walk down that, a corridor, it wears you out. I mean, that's the problem in it with with holidays. And I mean, mm. it's not, I know you're not on holiday, but you know, just that that heat, crikey. It's not fun. After you, a few trying days, to film in it? it's hard. If you have a four-minute scene, you have to have a makeup check halfway through it because you're just melting. You're just sweating. <laughs> just sweating. I look out for that. You yeah. suddenly get dry again. Oh no, the team are good. They're on it. There's fans yeah. everywhere. Have you? Are you quite a sweaty man? Um, not really. No, but um, no. Because you know you get those men that you are just like. Mm. Yeah, you know you get those men that you and and it's like the lip in it. That the, the top lip goes. Yeah, I think I've got, a, I've got a cheek, like a leaky cheek. Leaky cheeky. Got a leaky cheek. Leaky, leaky cheeky, cheeky, yeah. Cheeky girls. Just either side, just under the, you know, little cheeky yeah. leaky. I I just it's get, above I the beard, maybe. I don't know what it is. Mm, I get one on my left, like the sort of, I guess like the top, top left of my forehead. I must yeah. have just like a weak uh, sweat gland or something that can't retain that one yeah. bead of sweat. But it all goes there. Get, it's yeah, like, just all... It's like um, crew on the train network. Everything goes... Yeah, exactly. Essentially, yeah, it's like the crew of my head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, oh, Mr. Sweatland, what am I to do? I wanted to go to... It ended up in crew. That's what's happened That's there, exactly isn't it? That's exactly what's happened, yeah. And it comes down, we get it in... Oh, it's awful, awful. Mm. I think I think there's an age thing as well. I think into, into your 40s, your body just starts to... Yeah, your sweatlands go, I'm not holding that. Just let it all go. I'm not... What busy, we... mate. Who are we trying to look, who are we trying to impress here? Yeah, Collagen <laughs> used to handle that. He's gone. <laughs> He's long gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm sure a lot of you out there are, are, are preparing yourselves for a sweaty day. Uh, but think of Steve, poor Steve, in 30, mm-hmm. 37 degrees. And is it is it about to get hotter? Apparently, there's a heat wave next week. I mean, I, I, don't, I thought wave. this was a heat wave, but no, it's very warm, isn't it? We're, we're, we are where we are. But what, um, what's that going to get up to then? They're just a, you know the tip of the forties, you know, just edging into the forties, I think. But who knows, oh, you know? And we're inside as well, so it's like being a, a <sighs> bit like being in a pizza oven. All the, you touch the bricks and they hurt your hands. You go, oh, that's hot. <laughs> you know the stone that they make stuff out of over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. Well, best luck, best luck with that. This is Jason Manford. This is. Matters. I got Steve Edge with me. Oh, thank you very much, Steve. How's it going? You all right? I'm um, pretty good, man. How's it going? Yeah, I'm in Gozo. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I went to the cinema this week. I went to see a certain little film. Oh, did you? Very good. Oh, what film did you go see? Spider-Man? Uh, was... <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to see that new Elvis film. Good? Oh, mate, it's good. Sob me a little heart out. Oh, is it sad? Well, yeah, because obviously, I mean, not spoiler alert. No, we know the ending, I know it. Yeah. Yeah, it is really, because it's sort of like a, you know, uh, sort of, what do they call it? Like a, a, a gilded cage. Mm-hmm. Um, that life, you know, obviously all the trappings of success, but with none of the sort of freedom in a way, mm. you know, sort of yeah. his manager was, you know, controlling and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, Ironically, so yeah, he couldn't was, leave the building, could he? That's, that was his catchphrase. Yeah, Elvis, he, he, he Elvis left the building anything. when his manager said he could, essentially. Yeah, and then he got mobbed. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but it was, uh, oh, it's brilliant. And the guy, Aaron Butler, is it? Blow my neck. There's an Oscar. Good pop, Elvis. Pop a fiver on that now, son. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, I mean, I love Elvis. Anyway, I was big, in my, my family's like li- literally the king of this family. Yeah. Um, my par- you know, my grandparents and all uncles and aunties and all that. They all loved him. So it was all a big part of my uh, my upbringing. But um, it was interesting because <laughs> I went to sleep with my uncle Stephen. Yeah. And uh, and we were on our way up to uh, Bedford. Like we we went to see it at Milton Keynes City World. Mm-hmm. So anyway, end of the film. I'm sat there, tears in my eyes, like crying, yeah. coming out, sort of taking a moment to think about it. And uh, he said, "You're all right, mate. You look like you've got quite affected by that." I said, "Yeah, I just you know." He was sort of talking about, you know, he was sort of there was moments where he was talking about um, his his sort of addiction to the audience response and like mm. the love of the audience and um, you know and how that sort of affected real life. Uh, yeah. Relationships, you know, marriages and stuff like that, and you know, and then just and just, you know, he's he's he died at forty two. I'm forty two next birthday, you know. It's yeah. Just there was just like a few moments like that through the film that really got to me, you know. I said, and then I said these words. I didn't mean it like. I mean, already I can see where it's going, but yeah. <laughs> what did you say? I said, I just see a lot of myself in Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I've often said that. I've said that to other people. <laughs> I wasn't saying that I'm Elvis. I was just saying there were certain things that he was talking about, yeah. you know. Because he was going, like at one point he was going, what have I done with my life? And I was like, you're Elvis Presley, you're 40. You know, and I thought I thought that, with my, you know, and the, anyone else from the outside looking in would go, well, you've not stopped working for 20 years, like you've done yeah. loads of things. But sometimes I have that moment where I think, what have I done? You know, is there, is, was there anything else, you know? And... Uh, and uh, yeah, I said, and he sort of took, I thought, oh, he's really, he's, he's taking this seriously. He's not taking a mickey like you just did. You know what I mean? I, like, I bet he's uh, not, he's... but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went, he went, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, I, I see a lot of you in Elvis as well. Anyway, let's get off to Bedford Corn Exchange, do this gig. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whatever yeah, you do, quite... <laughs> do not go to the toilet. <laughs> it's not the same as it, yeah. So yeah, but very good film. Very good. Five stars, okay. Manford okay. rating. Um, it's. Uh, I think even if you're not a fan, just even just you know, just a part of uh, popular culture history. You know, it's just it's well worth yeah. seeing uh, just because of that. And, and like I said, the performances are fantastic. So and Baz Luhrmann in it, he knows how to he knows how to colour in a film, doesn't he? That fella. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, so well worth uh, well worth having a watch of uh, Elvis at some point. Thank you very much. Jason Manford. Steve, uh, have you been watching much on telly? No, not not really. No, not a chance, have you? Filming. No. I've watched this new thing. Oh, it's good. What is it? It's good. So there's a new 
app called Paramount TV, I think. And it come, oh, and yeah, I yeah, got yeah. It, yeah, I got it with me um, Sky uh, Movies thing. Uh, anyway, downloaded it the other day. I watched a thing called The Offer. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. It's, um, it's, it's about the making of The Godfather. Oh, yes, I've heard um, of this, I think. Yeah, so by all accounts, it's got Miles Teller, who has just been in that um, the, the Top Gun film. Judo Temple, who's very good. Uh, you know, she's from um, hmm. oh, Ted Lasso. Um, and oh, it's just it's just really good. I watched all 10 episodes, uh, like, in a, in a matter of days, which I never do. Um, but it's basically around the... Because, um, like, the mafia were involved in the actual making of it. Like they, yeah, I heard this. Weren't they filming on the other side, of the opposite side of the street that the real mafia were, like, still operating? Yeah, so. yeah, they were sort of involved and stuff. It's weird, it's sort of got... It's had, like, mixed reviews hmm. um, in the... In, in it. But it's just... I just really enjoyed it. I really, I really enjoyed the... Um, I, I guess because, you know, just from watching television being made, it's interesting anyway, but when it's such a classic film like that as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. So, and then I went on, and then I just went popped on Amazon and watched um, the Godfather afterwards because you know you you watch little bits of it being made, so you're like, oh, I wonder what that actually looked like yeah, in so the real that one. Looks like in real one, yeah. Yeah, yeah James Carn, yeah. obviously, who, who unfortunately died this week. Um, he uh, there's a scene in it where he he genuinely beats up the bloke in the <laughs> the other actor in the scene because he apparently he'd hits uh, one of the female actors on the show, and so they oh. went just go to town on him. Oh, like in the city, and when you I watched it on in the in the real film, you go, some of them punches are landing, mate. That's not yeah. that's not acting. Yeah, oh, but it's really good. It's well well worth watching. I recommended right, it okay. uh, to a couple of people, and they've uh, they've enjoyed. It's sort of like you know, like with a lot of these things, things it's it's probably there's probably two episodes that they could have got rid of. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it, yeah. it, it but. I personally, I got to that point where I just, I was just enjoying the company of those characters. Yeah. So I sort of didn't mind. I sort of, it was sort of, sort of forgivable. And it does get, a bit, it gets a bit aimless at, at some point. Um, but uh, it's just, that, it's just one of those worlds, you know, that sort of, that, you know, 1960s, uh, I guess it was 1960s, was it? Yeah, I suppose it would be. Uh, 60s, 70s uh, America, you yeah. know, in, in Hollywood. It's just something about being in that world. It was just, yeah, it was different just world, isn't it? Yeah, it was fantastic. So, um, yeah, I, I very much enjoyed that. Um, and what else have we watched? Oh, and then, do we recommend The Lazarus Project recently? I can't remember if we did you or not. You started watching that. Yeah, you mentioned it last week. I did a bit of... Did I, I watched it? Barry, didn't I? I watched all three seasons Oh, yeah, of Barry. you were watching Barry. Tell, tell us what that's about. It's very good. It's a better sort of... Um, a former Marine, he's now a hitman. He sort of trails a mark in the first episode. He's going to an acting class. And he goes, oh, give that a go, be an actor. But... He can't because every time he tries to escape from his old world, he gets dragged back in. It's it's very good. Yeah. It's got funny yeah. bits in. It's very well shot. Really original bits. It's great. I recommend yeah, it's funny. I've watched the first series after your recommendation, and it's only like eight, eight episodes a minute. Yeah, you can get it's half an hour episode as well. You can yeah, really yeah, get through really it. But uh, that's good as well. So there you go. Some telly recommendations. We're always looking for your telly recommendations as well. Uh, anything you've seen uh, recently. It's just so much, isn't there? So many different platforms. You yeah, can't keep I know across it. You've just it, thrown in a new one. I mean, I can't keep. I up. know, and I've just added, added a new one to the. To I've the never mix. even but watched yeah, Britbox. I've had it nine months. I know. Yeah, you're the only person I know who's signed up for it. Mm, uh, just, but it's yeah. well worth. It's yeah, it's, I think. If you've, if you've got any recommendations, then fire them over, because we're always looking uh, for stuff. I know uh, Ian uh, messaged us on uh, on Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. He said Top Boy on Netflix. That's oh, okay. very good. 
Um, and uh, Tom from Barnsley uh, said, try Clark on Netflix, a dubbed Swedish crime comedy. Okay. Uh, the main character is the actor who played Pennywise the Clown in the It remake. Oh, okay. So yeah, that sounds right. interesting, doesn't well, it? Clark on Netflix. A dubbed Swedish crime comedy. This we would I would never have found that. No, I would never have found that by that. myself. No. Queer is from the ash. All right, Steve, we've got a workplace problem. Okay. Uh, this week, you know, so this is a part of the show uh, where we, we we try and fix things for you guys, mm. you know, because me and Steve, we've got a wealth of experience between us, yeah, um, and lots of things we've done right, lots of things we've done wrong, and we've learnt from them, and hopefully mm. we can pass that on to you. So if you've got problems, uh, it might be with a colleague or a friend or a you know a wheelie bin or mm. an ex lover, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we don't really get ones of a romantic nature, do we? It's like they no, I've got to say, us. even though I do mention the romantic nature every time, yeah. nobody no ever, one's ever, ever going. Hey, the girl has broke my heart. We never get those do we we just get no somebody's nipped me wheelie bin i think it's the old woman next door <laughs> <laughs> that's what we'll get but we're, we're happy that's to a, take it all happy to help jason at absolute radio.co.uk is the email so here we go steve see okay. what you to this hi jason and steve this is selena uh, I have a workplace problem that your expertise may be able to help sort. There is a lady in our office that keeps cooking mackerel, broccoli and spiced couscous every day as part of her health kick. But yeah. she's doing it in the microwave and stinking out the office. Yes. It's got so bad that two colleagues have had to move desks from the kitchen area and the cleaner now disinfects the microwave at 1.30 every day on the request of our manager. How do we tell her her food stinks? <sighs> I mean, it's tricky, isn't it? That is that tricky. office politics is hard, isn't it? Because it's, it's it's everyone's microwave, isn't it? But yeah, that's just something you need to take on yourself as the as mackerel lady. As, that's what we call her. Mm. You need to you need to have a bit more, you know. Mackerel, though, Steve. Mackerel. I mean, <laughs> I mean, of all the fish, it's yeah. one of the stinkiest. It it, it probably is it's the very stinkiest. Selfish. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Is it worth well, post it note in the microwave? Oi, mackerel lady, <laughs> stop it! Jacket. Just anonymous, anonymous. You know. Do, just just, in- firstly, Steve, do do you think the, the the first question is is the woman in the wrong? I think she's in the wrong. I mean, I think the other woman, broccoli, I think might be just a little bit. That's all right, isn't it? I mean, it's got I a bit think of it. so, yeah. And even couscous, I can't imagine smelling couscous. Yes, yeah, she said spiced couscous to make it sound worse, but okay. <laughs> yeah. still couscous, isn't it? I mean, I've got a mate who yeah. he can't eat cucumber because he can't stand the smell, and I was like, "What smell? <laughs> the smell of cucumber?" You know, you know when he walks around going, so, "Oh, sorry, I had the cucumber last night. Apologies." <laughs> a cucumber, isn't it? Yeah. Although on the subject of cucumbers, the <clears> job that I was filming in Ireland, there was a guy just stood in the street eating a cucumber like a banana, just munching his way through it. I just thought it was bizarre. And I Googled it. You can eat four a day. It's really good for you, apparently. Anyway, oh, wow. Yeah, just a side note, cucumber little, munching. But literally everybody walked past him and went, are you eating a full cucumber? And he was getting more and more. Yes, I am. That's the probably really good for you. He was a COVID supervisor, so he didn't get it. So it worked. Yeah, there you go. Must have, done, must have worked. So, uh, hmm. Right. Well, I would first... The, 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 the good thing is, Steve, there's mm. no... Um, there's no cultural problem here because obviously the, you know yeah. obviously lots of different cultures eat lots of different foods they smell certain ways hmm. and that that could have been you know there could have been a slight cultural bias going on there but this is yeah. mackerel and broccoli yeah 
Was so it on spiced couscous? And spiced couscous. So this is not could something. Be Moroccan. This is yeah. It's not. It's not deep rooted in their culture, is it? No. Do you know what I mean? So we don't. I don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about offending somebody in that respect. Mm, so yes. What if you went the other way? What if What's you went? Oh my god, the that lunch smells delicious. Yeah. You know, absolutely beautiful. What are you doing? You're drawing attention to the smell, just for yeah. the sake of so it. Yeah, you're drawing attention to the smell. I just, I love the way it just engulfs just the waft. office. I got out the car this morning in the car park, which is a mile away, and I could smell it then, fish lady. <laughs> it's absolutely gorgeous. Can you do that every day? <laughs> yes, I'm being sarcastic. Stop it. You know, that sort of thing. Is that what you're... Is that what... I got home to my husband four hours after you cooked it and it's still... It was on it me was, clothes. It was That's on me clothes. It was like it. I'd been camping. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh, or what you, do, yeah, what you could do... Yeah. When her back's turned, yeah. nick it. But how does that... She'll find it, though, won't well, she? Look, because of the smell. No, no, listen. No, no, no. Before... <laughs> I don't mean before she, yeah, she just follows the odour. No, no. What I'm saying is... Over the period of a week or so, mm. she has to put it in the fridge, doesn't she? It's fish, Steve. Yeah. So it's in the fit. It's in the fridge. Oh, just take it out and get rid of it. Take it out and get rid. And and mm. don't get rid of all of it. What you want to do? Open the lid up. Just take the fish out and close mm. it. And for a few days, she'll just think, "Oh, I forgot to pack the fish." Mm. She, why would she think someone had stolen oh, so the you're fish? You're saying gaslight her until she goes eventually mad <laughs> and then leaves the company. Is that your suggestion? Is it? Mm-hmm. Can you think of a better one? <laughs> I think post-it notes. First one, just a W. Second, and she mm-hmm. goes, that's weird. What's a W on the microwave? <laughs> Next one, an R, then an O, then an N, then a G. Just says wrong. Right. She'll, she'll so keep them all. Over the week. And go, what's that mean? And then she'll look. When the G appears, she'll look round the office and everyone's just nodding. I'll pinch in the nostrils <laughs> together. Yeah? All right, That'll so there's the two message. options. Two options there, Selena. You can go with um, gaslighting, slightly <laughs> creepy one with the <laughs> post-it notes. Yeah. Um, or my idea, which yes, could be seen as gaslighting, but also you, what you do is you essentially drive her a bit mad because she <clears throat> yeah. keeps thinking she's forgot the fish. Or just um, move the microwave to the other end of the office, just like in another. Just put it in the room with a photocopier and say, "Oh, we've moved the microwave. Yeah. Now it's in there." Obviously, we'll whoever's the doing out. the photocopying will be livid. Yeah. Mm. Microwaved mackerel. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe find I'm what job she does and put it in where she. If she does, if she's the woman who does the photocopying, oh, everybody's yeah. happy, aren't they? She's in the room with yeah, the photocopier yeah, sure. and the fish. Problem solved. Problem solved. You're welcome. If you want your problem solved, <laughs> email us Jason at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Another happy customer, Steve. I think so. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. What a week it's been, Steve. Uh, oh, they say they weeks a long time in politics, don't they? Mm. Uh, but it must but have been like a hell day of a was a long time. Yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? Mm. I mean, I'm, I mean, we're recording this on Friday, um, so we've had uh, basically half of the cabinet go and the prime minister. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Got it. it didn't look like he was going, did it? At one point, still. Doesn't. Well, he hasn't gone either. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't gone. Yeah. I tell you what's weird that he's had to he's he's had to go because of somebody else's scandal. That's what's hilarious. Yeah, Chris Pincher scandal. Um, it, like he said, him over he the edge, didn't know it? about what. Yeah, it's like of all the things, it's like when they got Al Capone for tax evasion. Yeah, 
Do you know what I mean? Like, of all the things that he's done, they've gone, yeah. hang on, this is the one. That's the one. This is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so anyway, he's on his way out. Um, mm. Rishi Sunak and Sajid Javid, they resigned. Simon Hart resigned. Brandon Lewis, Michelle Donnellan, uh, Will Quince, Robin Walker. I mean, literally, it was just resignation after resignation. Yeah, yeah Michael Gove got sacked. Michael Gove got sacked. <laughs> Rachel McLean, Mike Freer, Edward. I mean, half of them I've never heard of, to be fair. No. But um, Guy Opperman. They all look roughly the same. A lot of them look roughly they the same. They do. They have a look, don't they? If, yeah, male or female as well. It doesn't really matter. Just sort of got that sort of quite horsey, horsey mm-hmm. look. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so, yeah, they've all, all uh, they're all out of here. Um, yeah. And it just got me, you know, we're not, we're not one of those shows. This is, you come to this show for to get away from all that, you know. But we do like to use what's going on in the news for our own uh, entertainment, essentially, yeah. uh, you know. And so it made me start thinking about the times that we've quit. You've quit a job or even that you got fired, you know, is something you got fired for um, dramatically, you mm. know. Um, you've always done pretty well, I think, Steve. I think we've, we've had this topic come up a couple of times. Yeah. I feel like you've you've not really got any memorable no walkouts particularly no no, no. Well, you were at rail track for so long weren't you so that was your main job really yeah I got this. yeah I got sacked from that because I didn't turn up for six weeks because I was filming <laughs> Phoenix Nights too yeah so. yeah I've had I've had a couple uh, long time listeners will be aware of um, I got sacked from Burger King um, after a day and a half uh, I got sacked mm. from a pub uh, for watching the comedy instead of. Uh, washing the pots, uh, but I had to go back because I forgot my jacket. Mm. Um, walked out of a um, call centre mid phone call uh, when Good. someone was just giving me, giving me a telling off. And, and you got sacked from that office for cooking mackerel, didn't you? Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. That was a nightmare. Uh, so I asked you uh, on uh, social media recently, uh, what's your best I quit stories or even your fired moments? Mike Jarman message. He says, Jason, fell asleep on the bog having a number two, still rough as toast on the night before, woken up by the ops director peering over the cubicle. Jarman, mm. wake up, wake up. You're sacked. Oh, imagine that, uh, getting sat with your pants around your ankles. Ops director. I mean, it's a good job it's not special ops. You know what I mean? I could yeah. sleep, sleep with a sniper rifle on his pants. <laughs> Just a red dot on the centre <laughs> of your forehead. Yeah, is that it? What was I meant to be doing? The target's gone. Oh, sorry, I've just dropped off. I don't know what happened then. <laughs> uh, Marnie Irvine, uh, I once got barred from the pub I worked in. Oh, that's, I don't know how that's, that's even possible. How do you, what have you done? That's what, one that's extreme to the other, isn't it? Crikey. Yeah. Chantel Amini. I got fired from a pub that I worked in 20 years ago. Show me age now. Uh, as I called in sick, forgotten I'd called in sick, then turned up later that evening, worse for wear, in the same pub. Try drink in that pub. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sort of comes that's and goes, good. you know. <laughs> <laughs> one minute I'm flat on my back, can't move, just riddled with pain. Next minute, can I get two Smirnoff ices? <laughs> Uh, Robert Hayes says, a few years ago, I got sacked from a restaurant job I had because I farted in front of a guest whilst handing a meal out. Of course, I laughed out loud, apologised and walked away. They complained to the big bosses and I received my P45. Mm, Well, where'd you stand on that, Steve? I I think that's... uh, And uh, we've got the scampi, is that you? I think that's a meal ruiner, isn't it? It It is a meal ruiner, but I think also... Because he's left it there and he's walked away as well. He's gone back to the kitchen, hasn't he? Get yeah. shouted at by somebody. 
I mean, mm. I think that I think the far I don't think got him sacked. I think his reaction is the problem, isn't it? And yeah, I, and reaction. don't get me wrong. Look, I know farts are funny. You, yeah. you, you're talking to the wrong guy here. But yeah, it depends. Yeah, so it depends what the audience was. Some you might have been with an audience who loved that and would have laughed along with you, but yeah. they weren't those yeah, guys. Yeah, you've got to judge it. I mean, if you go over there, they are still your fish and chips, and uh, <laughs> that's the steak pie. Herp. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I can that. see how that would. Yeah. That would annoy you. Like, oh my god, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm dreadfully sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that reminds me of that old joke. You know the. You know the one about the waiter who comes out and he's got um <laughs> this is horrible, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. Um he comes out with the starter and he's got um he's got his thumb in the in the in the guy's soup mm. and the, and he puts it down and the guy the guy says to his wife, Is it the waiter then he had his, his thumb in my soup? She went, Oh, don't mention it, it's just an accident. Anyway, then his dinner comes out, he's got his thumb in the gravy. Oh dear. He comes out, he's like seething, absolutely seething. He's, Goes off. He says, "Probably." She went, "Don't just forget. Don't eat. Just don't eat that little bit there. Just be fine. You know. Don't complain. Don't make a scene." Anyway, pudding comes out. He's got his stomach in the custard. He goes, oh, "Right, now that's it. That's it." He says, "Hey, you've come out three times. You my soup. You had your thumb stuck in it. You had your thumb stuck in my gravy. And right now you just had my thumb in my custard. Your thumb in my custard. What's going on?" He said, "I'm so sorry, sir, but I injured my thumb last week, and the doctors told me just I've got to keep it warm at all." At all times, he says, "Well, don't stick it in the food. Stick, stick it up your backside." He says, "Well, I do in the kitchen, but can't do it out here." Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, That's I'm it. sorry, yeah. everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. It was, it was one of them jokes that I just had to, I just get it's it off there, isn't it? Yeah, you had to, you had to. So I'm, I can only apologise, but I know the, I can hear some dads going, "I love that." I love that. That's gone. That's gone in. <laughs> Siobhan Linehan, uh, I was fired from my job at the airport checking desk for repeatedly failing to turn up at five, my 5am start time. I'd just rock up at 9am like no one would notice. Yeah, you can't, you you can't, can't rock up four hours later, can you? Can you? No, because somebody might be on a plane at five o'clock, might not they? Or six o'clock, or seven mm. o'clock, or eight o'clock. Yeah. Or five People to nine. People notice you missing, yeah. Yeah, Joanne Meadows. Uh, I said to my boss, it's snowing outside and I'd rather be out there than here. See ya. Well, mm. snow is rare in this country. You know, we don't mm. get good snow days, do we? So if, if there is one and the job you don't love, off your pop, I guess. And that was her that was her parting words. See ya. Yeah. See ya. He probably went, hang on, and then just saw her go down the hill on a tea tray and went, Ah oh, well. <laughs> Fair play to her. Fair play. Fair Rachel play. Lewis says, On the last day of my job, I passworded all my documents and files so no one could access them and they had to create everything from scratch. I really hated good. it there. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah. That's like a that. nice little passive aggressive. It's just a little dig. It's just as you leave, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Quite like that. Sarah Edwards says, Girl in Greg's the other day refused to wear full uniform, shouting at a manager, I'm too hot! Walked out. It was very awkward for the customers. Mm, wow, I wonder if anyone's up. ever been there when they've seen. Have you seen someone quit? Just walk out. What a moment. You do the steak bakes, just throws the tray on the floor. <laughs> Tell you what, they don't just wear a little polo shirt, don't they? Yeah, it doesn't seem... I guess What's she want to wear? Just a bra and knickers? <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a queue outside, Greg's? <laughs> yeah. Have they got their vegan sausage rolls, mate? <laughs> Better than that. I'll have uh, uh, one of the ice buns and the cherry bakewells. We don't sell cherry bakewells. So, oh, sorry, where, where am I getting that from? <laughs> 
Claire Dixon's message, Steve. Mm. Uh, she says, I was an admin temp in an office and Gareth Gates was in the Virgin Megastore around the corner signing oh. autographs. That's too good to miss, Big name it? at the time. Big mm. name at the time. So I told them I was going to queue up in my lunch hour. Well, the hour came and went and I was still queuing. So I phoned them and told them I'd be back once I'd got his autograph. Three hours later, I arrived back. I was told I wasn't needed anymore. I wasn't bothered. I was 17 and I just met Gareth Gates. Exactly. Win-win, isn't it? Win-win-win for you, Gareth Gates and the company, I would say. Uh, Elizabeth Jessica says, uh, one time someone put me in a lunch break at 11.30 when I finished at 6pm, so I handed him a notice. Oh, Why was she so angry about that? It's too early, isn't it? You want it in the middle of the day. You can't be doing that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, look, look at the, the old office Steve's coming back there. Yeah, that's too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you quite the... Um, were you quite you know the shop steward, like? Were you, were you defensive of your colleagues, or were you not? No, I was. Yeah, I was actually. I was in a little office off from everybody else. Uh, it was just mm. me and an old fella called George, who was sort oh, yeah, of you know near retirement age, and a younger girl who did all the printing. And right. uh, yeah, we were, we were our own little unit. And there was a time when they wanted to sack George and Sue. Sue, she was called. No. Wanted to sack George and Sue, and I was like, I was, I'd had enough at this point, and I was like. They were like, is George really necessary? And he was lovely, lovely, sweet old oh. bloke. He'd done the, he'd done the job that I was his boss of for like 50 years. I was just doing it for the office angels. I said, to be honest, George is he's sort of irreplaceable. He's, he's better than me. And they went, well, careful what you say. You might, you might damage your own job. I went, well, he is though. So if you're going to sack yeah. anybody, sack me. <laughs> yeah. Which oh, they did nice about six weeks later when I did return <laughs> for work. But George had been covering for me. Like they people come in and go, where's yeah. Stephen? He go, he's just nipped. He's just nipped out. You've just missed him this second. This is where you like diamond. left the jacket on your chair. And just, yeah. Well, and no, George did. George weeks. put the jacket on the chair and yeah. Clever. Anytime anyone came in, he covered for me. Six weeks. Clever Great. George, George Dean. Clever George. Lovely fella. God love him. God love him. Dawn Stone says, I got fired because I was off sick with a bad back, but got caught on the local news in a queue for tickets to take that first comeback tour. <laughs> oh, that, that image of you in the queue and then the camera for the local news coming down the queue, yeah. the, the dread. That was, yeah. just keep no, up. no, no, just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, no. Right, it's me. Hiya, John. You might as well say hello to your boss now. You're on yeah. the telly. Quick. I am. Um, I sometimes, because I do selfies at the, at the start of my uh, shows on tour oh, yeah. with the audience. Some people hiding in the audience. I do there, sometimes. I, I sort of mention it. I say, look, if you, if, you know, if, you're, if you shouldn't be here or you sat with somebody you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, Now's do the time know, to like. put your mask on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Top ten reasons uh, that you uh, you should quit your job, Steve. Okay, okay, so listen. Um, here we go. Uh, so number one, the number one reason is you found mm. a new job. I mean, that yeah, makes that's sense, obvious, doesn't it? Yeah, better I think, and also closer to home. All the you yeah, know, you you should mackerel. always less mackerel. You, I think you should. I think if you can as well, you should always have another job to jump into. Oh yeah, you don't. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It, it's. It's it's great. It's a great moment of celebration for you. But when you get back home, your family yeah. is like, you've done what? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, number two is you hate it. You mm. hate your job. Yeah. Um, number three, uh, personal or family illnesses. Uh, difficult mm. work environment is number four. Mm. There we go, yeah. That's the yeah. mackerel, isn't it? That's the mackerel. That's what we call the mackerel effect, that one. The mackerel effect, quite, yeah. Uh, schedule and hours. I can understand that can be difficult. Mm. You know, kids and sleep and all. That. I mean, my dad used to. I remember at Christmas every year mm. he'd, he'd he'd gain a third job at the post office, and he was already working. He worked all day in the hospital, 
he was like in charge of sterile supplies, so he'd like he'd be cleaning all the equipment before and after um, operations. So he'd do that all day. Then he'd come home. He'd have two hours where he'd have a, like just literally fall asleep, just fully dressed. And then we'd have to wake him up at seven thirty, and he'd go and work in the pub till like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, mad in it. Do the evening shift, and then and then at Christmas for a month, he'd get an overnight job uh, at Royal Mail sorting out the all the letters for Santa. All the Christmas stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just can't, you can't even I can't even get my head around it now. No, and what would you work just like? What, Ninety minutes at night, top. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I do. mean, you started doing stand-up when you were about 18 and you've, you've already told us seven jobs you walked out of. I mean, how many jobs did you have? I mean, you, you had like a normal job for about a week and a half combined. And one of them no, was just picking working. up glasses. <laughs> no, I worked, I worked, um, I did. I had to work in the day until I was about 25. Mm. You know, stand-up didn't, I didn't go full-time stand-up until I was about 24, 25, so... So I, I, I refute that, Steve, actually. I refute that. It's not right. That's yeah. not right. I worked you know those blokes who do the statues, like dressed as Yoda and, you know, paint themselves oh, yeah. silver and look like a statue? Mm. Is, that, is that a long day? Or do you think they'd just do a couple of hours? You don't move. Yeah. If, you, if you're into meditation, it's the ideal job, isn't it? You just it's a perfect job, isn't own, it? Especially the Yoda ones when they're sat on a stick floating. Yeah. Or do you think they've got, like, the, you know... A, like uh, earphones in, and they listen to a podcast. Yeah, probably listen to a podcast. Yeah, yo, the ones that yeah, the ones that have got a mask on, they listen to a podcast, don't they? I think so. I think so. It looks boring, mm. doesn't it? I mean, it's very. It's a weird thing, isn't it? That. Well, we, I remember once the guy who dressed as a the one who's all silver and looks like a statue with a cowboy oh, yeah, hat I've on, seen him. Yeah, on yeah, Market yeah. Street in Manchester. I mean, me and my mate were walking down the street once, and he just he just finished, and he was just putting all his stuff away. <laughs> And we just stood there That's watching him, sight. and he just turned around and went, "Oh, so I've got, I finished now, guys. I'm on my lunch break." And we, I just followed him. We went to watch it. We went in Costa. Just sat there. He's like, oh, I'm, "I'm not doing it anymore. I'm just." I was thinking, "What's the difference, really?" It's part of it. Just watching a bloke, can't we? I mean, he's moving now, but it's actually, if anything, it looks more impressive a statue moving. I'd yeah. argue. <laughs> drinking a drinking a you know flat white. That's a tough job to quit, I guess. Very difficult job. Uh, the other the other reasons for uh, quitting your job um, were going back to study, uh, career change. Mm, Some people do, just have an absolute, like, right, doing something madly different. An epiphany. I guess you did that from rail track to acting, didn't you? Well, no, I was just doing that. I was still doing stand-up then. I wasn't, yeah, I was I never so, yeah. staying there long. It was just to, no. you know, pay the rent while I was still doing yeah. stand-up in the evening. Fair enough. Uh, relocation, obviously moving uh, areas. And, uh, and, the, and the other options, you... you, you 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 just do what your gut tells you. That, I think they obviously start to run out of. We need a tenth one. We need yeah. a tenth one. Um, but what your gut tells you. Uh, one of the best ways to make decisions is to listen to your gut. <laughs> this is not like an official jobs the balance careers dot com. Yeah, yeah, this not. Is it? Is it? I'm not sure that is. <laughs> I'm not sure that just is listen the right to Yakult, mind you. If you're just going to listen to your gut. <laughs> Lorraine Ball says, I went on holiday. I told them I was staying for an extra week. They told me I was fired. Signed up with an agency, walked into my old job a week later on better pay and more flexibility. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Clever. I'm back. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. He's still got that lilo under his arm and the knotted anky on his yeah. head. <laughs> right, where's my new office? Oh, am I your boss now? That's interesting, isn't it? 
Mark says, I once worked as a bus driver. Another driver unfortunately passed away, and a few weeks later, his wife came in to return the company's property, his old uniform, cash tray, etc. Oh, and a ticket machine he'd also somehow acquired. Turns out he'd been printing his own weekly tickets. Oh, that's good. Just flogging them to company's customers. Yeah, been doing, doing it for years. Like, he must have made yeah. thousands. Yeah, oh, good. Good, good, good. Fair play, fair play, if you can get one over on them. Uh, Donna Greed says, I was a PA and the MD called me in his office one day. He said they were thinking about making my role redundant. I urged him to do it as I'd been for an interview the day before and found out that morning I'd got the job. I just hadn't written my notice letter yet. He ended up paying me thousands to leave, even though I was going anyway. Oh, that's Best very ever. good, isn't it? That's perfect, oh, isn't it? what a day. What a set of circumstances that is. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'd you could really milk it as well. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. You're going to set... Mm. Redundancy. I don't know what I'm going to do. Is, it, is there a sort of severance pay or... There is. Oh, wow. Oh, that's... Well, that's, that's, that softens the blow somewhat. That softens but the love a, a little bit more might help gonna, and... That's still going to miss, miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Laura Sturris says, I got fired from a call centre job, fell asleep repeatedly on calls. They played the audio during my dismissal. I could hear oh, that I was asleep as no. my snoring was so loud. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? That is <laughs> bad. <laughs> well, basically, the router's not working, and every time I plug it in, the two red lights come up. <laughs> <laughs> is this you? Right. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> No uh, Vicky Wilshire, uh, many years ago, I was having my hair done when an absent employee walked into the salon to tell the manager she had won the lottery and was quitting. The whole shop applauded and asked how much she'd won. She beamed and said, a tenner, left the salon and slammed the door <laughs> behind her. Oh, that's good. That's the way to go, isn't it? That's the way to do it. Uh, Katie Louise says, I worked at McDonald's when I was 16, and when I handed in my notice, I put the I'm loving it logo in the top of the letter and changed it to I'm leaving it. My manager <sighs> didn't find it as funny as I did. Well, I You've got to do these see, things. See, this is the thing. You have to do stuff like that, yeah. That's, well, the fact that the manager didn't find it funny says that that wasn't the job for you. Not for you. Not your exactly. people. I mean, for a, and you think for a company owned by a clown, it's one I think they'd have a sense of humour. He's more Amberg you know I mean? than Ronald, though, isn't he, that, that manager? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Ollie says, when I worked in a craft beer bar restaurant in Edinburgh, we had a chef quit over the constant grief he'd get for being Welsh. It was brutal, <laughs> teasing him because he was Welsh. Next day's delivery consisted of 500 leeks and four sheep's worth of lamb. Oh, oh that was a nice thing to do as he left. Yeah. Over-order a load of Welsh stuff. Yeah, there it is. Clever. Just a cheese on toast. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. Woo! Yeah. Yeah! Ugh. That's right. Yeah. We're having a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, so this is a little game we like to play every week, if you've not heard it before. It's essentially a chance for you to win yourself a Jason Manford. I forgot my surname twice Would today. Would you get your own Jason name, Manford. Then? I did. I've done it twice in the show. Um, Jason Manford, a breakfast show mug, uh, thanks to our pals at Disney+. Plus. Uh, essentially, we're looking for those facts that wow us. You want to wow know more us. about it instantly, don't you? Yeah. The fact itself exactly. is making you want to search for more knowledge because I don't get it. It can't be true. I don't understand. Yeah. And the, and the other side of it is we also like it to be 
slippable into conversation. Yeah, we do like that. So the everyday portability of it to just go, oh, you know, something really, like if there's something about beds or cars or stuff like that is always good. Yeah, anything, anything. Uh, Okay, here we go. Rain has come up with this one. Swartz Chinese Five Spice Powder actually contains six spices. Oh, hello. Oh, see, that can come up, you know, when you're cooking see, it. I, wanna, I, see, I asked you then, I was like, what's the six spice? But obviously you don't know, know because you, you have to I Google it. I don't know, Steve. But oh, clever. Yeah. Clever, because it's, it's... I mean, I don't know why? what the five are anyway, but now I, I won't know what but the six why, is. why don't they call it six spice? Is there a reason? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of questions being asked here, Yeah, Steve. there is, yeah, there is, there is. Jack Jackson. Jack Jackson. Okay. His parents really ran out of ideas there, yeah. didn't they? Um, right, our name's Jackson. What are we going to call the boy? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Jack. <clears throat> Jack, because he's Jack and he's you know, our son, isn't he? Jack Jackson. Yeah. And your you know name's Jack. There? Your name's They've Jackie. Done that thing that Neville Neville did. Yeah. <laughs> they filled out the form. <clears throat> oh, he says surname. I've started my first name now. House I've cats it now. definitely learn the names of other cats they live with and possibly the names of humans they live with too. Really? That's good. That's oh. good. So cats know each other's names. Yeah. Uh, that, but doesn't, yeah. We've got two cats, and one of them, it, he's constantly trying to get as far away from the other one as possible. And he's like, oh. So obviously, when he hears his name, he's like, I'll go wherever he's not. And yeah, he obviously knows his name. Nice. Uh, Amy Jones says, The chandelier in Istanbul's Blue Mosque contains ostrich eggs in order to repel spiders and prevent cobwebs. What? <laughs> Oh, that's a lot going on a in lot that. Going on there, isn't there? I feel like somebody's made that up. Somebody's gone. Well, if you put some ostrich eggs in there, the spiders don't go near it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can you get any ostrich? Yeah, you need two. How much are they? Grand each. It's like something's mad's gone on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit delicate. Do they go off? It? No, they never go off. Eggs never go off. Are you sure? Yeah, positive. <laughs> put them up there in the sky, there, in the ceiling. What if one of them breaks? They won't break. They won't break. They're a grand each. Impossible. <laughs> gone on indestructible. There. The, yeah. uh, the, the, the shell of a of an ostrich egg. It also sounds a bit like, even further away from that, it could just be Amy's dad once when they were on holiday. You see them? Yeah. Ostrich yeah. eggs. What, yeah. what are they for, Dad? Hey. Uh, they well, keep spiders away. Uh, spiders, isn't it? Spiders, yeah, it's well known, isn't it? Spiders don't like ostrich <laughs> eggs. Are they right? Chicken eggs, duck eggs, all the other eggs. But pff, get them near an ostrich yeah, egg. Done. No way. <laughs> well, they spin a web near that. <laughs> Yeah, he's made it up. He's been caught in a lie and he's had to elaborate it. He's had to keep going, yeah. We've all been there. Andrew Fleming says, Researchers at MIT have proved that it is nearly impossible to twist an Oreo and have half of the filling end up on each cookie, making the ad campaign a total lie. Okay. Right. Well, see, you can't twist it off and have half and half. It is, it's always so on the more advert, on they one. twist the two sides, don't Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I'm worried about is why researchers at MIT are doing this, Steve. What's MIT again? MIT is like the, I don't know, some in America, an institute of technology or something. Yeah, I mean, come on. Why There's other they... stuff to be getting on with. Do you know what I mean? There's stuff happening, isn't there? And what's going on? I'll just show you around the offices. So those guys over there, they're trying to crack all the diseases and stuff. And in this, Dave, <laughs> what's going on here? Hey. I'm just, uh, you know, in the advert, the, the, the Oreo advert, <laughs> when he twists it and there's half an hour. I'm just trying to see if that's possible. Right, how long have you been doing that? Three years now, still working on it. I don't think it's possible. It's like, um, do you want one, by the way? We've got loads of them. It's <laughs> an office full of Oreos on the floor. Yeah. Hundreds of them. Yeah, that's, uh, that, the, the, the boffins need to sort themselves out there. Sometimes you do think boffins, just like concentrate on that, forget that. Yeah, come on. 
come on, let's sort these things out first. The world's the world's about to die. You know what I mean? Let's mm. fix these things. Eh? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Alison Gibson says, after the Irish invented whiskey, they had no more inventions for 300 years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> don't know but it's funny i don't know what that means so when they invented whiskey that well yeah. i guess if you think like when you're inventing stuff some some it's all the time in it being invented yeah you know you invented the, the car then the, you know whatever you invented, yeah 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 uh other things in there but the irish invented the, whiskey the two are linked is that what well, you're saying she's linked the two aren't she? she's, she's got the invented whiskey and then for 300 years they did nothing i mean as a nation maybe they, but maybe they just put their feet up and went do you know what that'll that'll we can we can have three hundred years off here, lads, because that's yeah. pretty. You're good. welcome, world. Yeah, it's all right. Put your feet up, lads. It's fine. Good. Yeah, maybe that's what happened. Three hundred years. What is it? Maybe it's like a patent thing or something. I don't, I don't know what that means. Somebody must have invented something. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Hmm. Uh, Kim says, "I love your show and listen every week." That will not sway you, Kim. No, you can't. You can't borrow something like that. Swears the f- well, we'll see. You can't. You can't. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she says, "When I heard this hilarious fact, I had to share it with you." In 1932, Australia lost the Great Emu War. The Great Emu War. Yeah, What's actual. That? She says, "Yes, actual emus." Do you right. think they fought emus? Was Rod all involved, or was this before that or well, after? It could that? have been. I mean, he would have been around. I think. I don't know how mm. old Rod Hall was, but. Mm, okay. 1932, the Great Emu uh, War. Mm. The Great, what happened in the Great? I've never I don't heard know, of it. but she's, she's got you I've there. I've never seen she? this on a history channel being, you know, reconstruction, dramatised on anything. You want to Google war. the Great Emu War to see, like, somebody wanna, with a sword. You want to pitch it to Netflix. The Great Emu <laughs> War. I mean, I'd watch that. Would you watch that? Let's get involved, yeah. Yeah. Baz Potts says the desk in the Oval Office at the White House is made from wood from an abandoned ship that was built in North Shields in Newcastle upon Tyne. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'd that love good, to tell it? you more about it, but you might want to Google it, guys. Yeah, oh, clever, Baz. That's the thing we do. We do. Clever. Oh, that's wow, good. So isn't there's it? a Geordie, te- a Geordie bit of wood. Yeah. In the Oval Office. So every time somebody like gets a bit cross and goes, "You guys gotta gotta sort this out," and they punch tablets, ah, mere wood. It makes a noise. <laughs> oh, come on, man. People will say it's not a Geordie table because he said South Shields, and they said somebody will kick off about that. So somebody will. Yeah, what, somebody will. But we're not gonna, we're tied not, tied. We're not those guys. Uh, Michael Sales for our last one today. Michael Sales says because swearing is banned at Wimbledon, the umpires have to learn swear words in the languages of the players whose games the pe- they are officiating oh. on. I mean, to be fair, if that's what we all do, isn't it? Yeah, you know, when I was a, when I was school. a student, I lived with a Greek lad. I know all the Greek swear words. I don't know yeah. any other Greek words. No, <laughs> I don't even know how to say thank you and hello, but I know no. all the swear words. <laughs> you know, to tell somebody to get out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's. I guess you would. Yeah. So you. So got you'd have like to go. Ch- that was a fault, and then they go. You know, say something. It says, you go, whatever. Hey, you heard that? <laughs> yeah, nice try, mate. Yeah. I might look like I'm from Paris, but I know all your swear words in yeah. the Czech Republic and Bolivia. Yeah. They don't swear in um, Genaria, do they? The, the people Genaria, they don't really have any swear words. I mean, they've got a no. very specific swear word, that that one, you know that one? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, That's yeah, an yeah. awful if you get called that. And that's on the north awful. of the island, mainly. Yeah, exactly. You kiss your mother with that Genaria mouth? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. Uh, so, got a lot of facts there. Uh, I think we have to uh, we have to dig out a winner. I reckon. Yeah, have to, yeah. um, got quite a few. So I'm going to rattle through the ones we've got. Go on. uh, we had Rain who said Swartz's Chinese five spice actually contains six. Uh, Jake tells us that cats know the names of other cats. Uh, Amy uh, tells us about the uh, Istanbul. A chandelier at the Blue Mosque that has ostrich eggs in to repel mm. spiders. Uh, researchers at MIT have worked out Oreos. It's impossible for half and half the cream to go on at both sides. Uh, in 1932, Australia lost a great emu war. Mm. Uh, Baz tells us that there's a Geordie table in the Oval Office. Oh. And the whiskey, uh, when it was invented in Ireland, no more inventions for 300 years. And at Wimbledon, the uh, umpires have to learn swear words in all of the languages of the players whose games they're officiating. So, some good ones there, Steve. Yeah, and, and you know, in keeping with the game of, you know, being able to mm. use it, I think the Wimbledon is near the top, but I do like the fact it's, that it's you courage, can go into yeah. anybody's house with a cat and you go, you know him? He knows his name. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. What? Yeah, he does, yeah. He knows his name. He knows your name. No, he's actually sitting there going, who's this? Tell me who this is. <laughs> Say the name a few times. I so log it. I log this and I go, right, that's her. Next time she comes in, going in the litter tray. <laughs> <laughs> so which one are we going to go for? Mm, when's when's Wimbledon finish? Also, which one makes you want to Google it more? Do, are you? I mean, the Baz cat even... one. I want to know a little bit more about the cat thing. Baz I want some in. science behind it because it, it feels like if somebody, if I say that, somebody goes, "Ed, you know that?" I go, "Well, it's on the thing on the radio, wasn't it?" Mm. I feel like I want to Google it a bit just to learn a bit more about it. Geordie yeah. Table. I can see how that happens. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I mean, I've got to say, what I you leaning wanna... towards? I, 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 I do want to know more about the Great Emu War. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, I just, yeah. it, was it against emus? Did they ride was emus? Emu, I thought, I, the, the way I see it is emus fighting up? emus, you know. Oh, I see. And people are trying to get to the shop and they're like, oh, come on, lads, please. I've got to get some bread. And they're yeah, just but, carnage everywhere you go. But Kim says Australia lost the great, great emus. So you're saying Australian emus We're fight, lost oh, yeah. against, oh, yeah, like, I don't know. Tasmanian I thought it was other Australian. Maybe it was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Samoan, <laughs> Samoan emus. Yeah. I don't know. Tough that, isn't it? Go on then. Let's tough. go for a winner. What do you think? What's 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 making you want to Google, Google that now? I want to, I want to Google all of them. Which one are we going to go with? I know the good, aren't they? The good. Let's go Emu Wars because if it's good, we can um, yeah. We can, we can pitch it to, pitch it to Netflix. Whatever, yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. Disney. I, I, well, I'm going to pitch it to Paramount. Disney myself. Yeah. Okay. All right. myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Disney, my favourite, Steve. Yeah, as you well know. I love them, love them. Uh, so, yes, we're going to go with that one. We're going to go with Kim, Al, uh, who says that uh, in Australia in 1932, they lost the Great Emu War. Well done. There is a mug firing its way to you as we speak. And you can join in next week by emailing me your best fact to jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. And uh, as we build up to uh, the Edinburgh Festival this August, each week uh, we've been chatting to comics who are heading up there. Obviously, it's been a few years where it's not been on uh, due to uh, lockdowns and pandemics and whatnot. Uh, so there's loads of shows going up, loads of great comics. Uh, so I picked some of my favourites to come on the show and have a little chat with. And this morning, it's Angela Barnes. Morning, Ange. Morning, Jason. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you very much. So your show is... Uh, Hot Mess, yeah. Uh, which um, I mean, if somebody misunderstands the title, there, 
uh, you could get a very different audience. Uh, I could. Well, that's what I thought. You know, I, I welcome anyone in. So yeah, you know, absolutely. if you want to well, misunderstand it, come to the show. Once they're on the seats, they're on the seats. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So this is at the Pleasant's Cabaret Bar, which is I, I think one of my favourite rooms actually at the. Uh, uh, certainly at the Pleasance, but in Edinburgh, it's a lovely room, isn't it? It is. It feels like a proper stand-up comedy room, doesn't it, rather than a sort of theatre mm. space, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I, it's my first yeah, it's time a... I'm doing a solo show there, so I'm excited. Yeah, bar in the corner and, like, tables and chairs, and, like, it's it's lovely. It's very nice. Uh, tell yeah. us about Hot Mess, then. What's what, what's going on there? Well, it's you know what it's like, Jason, when you have to... Ru- Give a title for the show before you've written it. So you keep it oh, nice and vague. Do I? You know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, so it's a nice vague title. And the thing is, I I'm not I find it hard to say, right, this is a show about a thing. Because right, fair enough. Well, I won't well, question I've, you too much then. Well, it's just I've got ADHD. And so, you know, I might start writing about one thing, but it ends up being about something else, you know? And my mind <laughs> right. wanders. So in a way, I guess it's a show about having ADHD because it does exactly that. It sort of starts okay. on one thing and then just... <laughs> just and is that, really. something, is that something you knew as a kid or is that something you've been diagnosed as an adult? No, I was diagnosed last year when I was 44 when I was diagnosed. So, oh, blimey, um, wow. I mean, it's answered a lot of questions, if I'm honest, Jason. <laughs> so, I bet it has. I guess as a stand-up, it's it's not... I mean, is it a hindrance or is it... It feels like a lot of comics have got elements or certainly on the spectrum of ADHD. Yeah, I don't think it's coincidence that a lot of us end up doing stand-up, you know, because mm. um, it can look a bit like, oh, come on, you can't all have it. But I think actually maybe we have because, yeah. you know, it's, it's getting that dopamine hit every day that someone with ADHD is looking for. You know, it's not being in the same place with the same people every day so you don't get bored. You, you've constantly <laughs> yes. got a different focus of attention. You know, I think it makes sense. I think it's, I, I want worry more for the stand-up comics who don't have it. I think, what are you doing here? <laughs> Exactly, yeah. You weirdos. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Um, you'll have seen Angela on various things over the years. Uh, Mock the Week, you've done many times. Live at the Apollo, Hypothetical on Dave. But Radio 4 is, is where I think you do your most stuff at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, well, it certainly has been over the years, yeah. Mm. I think I think radio suits me because I don't have to brush my hair, you know? It's, yeah, um, perfect. Well, I mean, we've had a well, Prime Minister who doesn't do that. Yeah. So. Well, that's I true. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry about that, but yeah. But well, I, done, I hear there's a vacancy, show. so, you know. <laughs> yeah, get in there. Get in there. I mean, he, I mean, I reckon he might have ADHD. To be fair, now thinking about it. Well, I, I could fit as a list as long as my arm of things <laughs> yeah, diagnosed there. That's, <laughs> that's true. But you, the now show and the news quiz is that something you um, and and, and uh, Newsjack as well on uh, Radio Four Extra is that something that you you enjoy doing that that sort of pressure of writing gags every week like that topical stuff. Well, yeah, I've, I never sort of set out to be a topical comic, really. I just wanted to, you know, be a stand-up comedian. And um, I sort of fell into it, but I always loved the news quiz. I grew up listening to the news quiz with my dad. So when they asked me to be on it first as a writer and then as a panellist, then as a host, that was just a dream come wow, true for yeah. me. And I, um, and I think, again, it's down to the old ADHD. I think that when you you work the way I do is I leave everything to the last minute anyway. You know, I've done that my whole life with exams, yeah. with whatever, writing editor shows, everything. I, I have to have the pressure in order to get the job done. So with Topical, that's perfect for me, really, because I can't write it three weeks in advance, even if I wanted to. 
Well, this show, Hot Mess, is, is a, I mean, what we're now, we're, we're beginning of July. Uh, yeah. This obviously starts on the 3rd of August. Are you are you all, all the way there? Or are you still working it out? Are any of this um, stuff that's going on currently with the Prime Minister and, and, the, and the Cabinet, is that, that going to make it in the show? I'm not going to lie. I've had to do some rewrites this week, Jason. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's going to continue up till August. Um, but yeah. it's only a, a, a small part of the show is sort of topical, if you like. The, so um, the show's pretty much there, um, but it's not a topical show. It's not a show about politics no. or about what's going on or anything. So, no. um, yeah, most the bones of it are there, I'd say. It's mostly there. It's just little tweaks now between now and Edinburgh and try not to over-tweak it and ruin it, you know. Yeah, of course. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, as for people who may never have been to Edinburgh or don't even know about it, I think sometimes we get, uh, we sort of trick ourselves because we live in the world of, of performance or whatever that Edinburgh is this sort of be all and end all but actually for a lot of people they might even not know it's happening or that it's ever happened um what would you say to how would you describe it to people uh, to to sort of sell it to come up to Edinburgh uh this uh, this August I mean as a punter it's the best thing in the world I used to go every year as a punter um Mm. you know before I started doing stand-up and and it's just if you like comedy then it's Disneyland for you you know you've Mm. got a thousand shows every day to choose from um you know you can see big names you can go and take a punt on the free fringe and just go mm. and see a show for free in the afternoon that might be great might not be great but you know you take that punt and it's really exciting um to see people that you've never seen before that might be brilliant and in 10 years you know you might have to pay 50 quid for a ticket to see so um there's so much going on and it's not just comedy obviously there's dance theater kids shows just something for yeah. everyone you can, yeah you certainly um, bring the kids up so yours your show's on at seven o'clock so you've got all day and the rest of your night to catch shows is there anything else that you while you've been doing the, your previews that you've caught that you you quite like the look of Oh, there's so many shows I want to see. There's, um, do you know Abigailia? Abigailia Shaman. She's uh, an American comic who's based in London, and her oh, show right. this no, year looks know. really fun. Um, it's I won't spoil it because I know the story a little bit because there's a little okay. bit of the story. So, um, but it, it looks really a sort of sweet love story, but but she's really funny. Um, right. And oh, that uh, fun. yeah, there's a few bits and bobs of previews I've seen from it. Jess Fosterkue. I always rate Jess. Oh yeah, the she's got always good, great. Yeah. She has a good show actually. Yeah. She's yeah, I've seen it. I've seen a, an early preview of her show and it was already brilliant. So I'm sure it's going to be amazing by the time it gets to Edinburgh. So yeah, that's the fun about it as well, isn't it? That you know, there's a load of comedians in the same place because people think we all hang out together all the time. No, we never see each other. Well, we, we bumped into each other in, all in different in, uh, places. We saw each other in, uh, where were we? Belfast last week, didn't we? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just really nice when you go, oh, there's someone I know is in the same city as me. Quick, text them. Yeah, so nice. So nice. Well, look, best of luck with it. Hot Mess is at the Pleasance Cabaret Bar from the 3rd to the 28th of August. Well worth going up to the Edinburgh Festival. Uh, Catch Angela Barnes' show. Um, And uh, and people can get on, on your website, buy the tickets there, can they? Yeah, they can, uh, the Edinburgh Fringe website for Fringe tickets, but then I'll be taking the show on tour in the autumn and in the spring. And if you want to find out when tickets go on sale for that, just go to my website, it's angelabarnescomedy.co.uk, sign up to the mailing list. And I don't spam people. I literally only send messages when there's tickets to sell. (laughs) That's it. All right, lovely. Well, best of luck, Angela. I'll see you soon. Thanks, Jason. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Got a question for you. Um, you're in your forties. I'm in my forties. Yeah. 
Um, the, the, I, f- I find now, since turning 41, in fact, I, you know, um, like there's things that are happening to my body now yeah. that I... I'm not appreciating, if I'm honest. There's there's things that didn't happen in my 30s, and I'm certainly in my 20s. Mm. And I'm just checking that these things are normal. Okay, what kind of things are you... Are you just lie down, um, take, a, take a seat. So what sort of yeah, things are you... Yeah, well, I am, I am taking a seat, so I can't get out of my seat. Yeah, um, okay. I think yeah. for, since turning 40, I've used this phrase quite a lot. A lot. Um, I seem to sleep wrong. Are you waking up with a bad back a or something? Or yeah, back, back, you neck. know, neck, shoulder, for, I mean, shoulder, my neck... Like, mm. how can you sleep wrong? Maybe it's just a really good sleep. Into the yeah, most but, yeah, but normally you like move about in your. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know what's going on? How can you sleep wrong, Steve? I don't know. You know, I've got. I've not can. got a left. I've not. <laughs> I've not got a left shoulder and a right shoulder anymore. I've got a good one and a bad one. Uh, yeah, but you had that surgery, didn't you? So that you know, key old. Yeah, thing. but is it is it just downhill from it? I, mean, I, me- I remember that. Um, American comic Louis C.K. saying that he, you know, his ankle went and he went to the, you know, the doctors and they just went, mm. yeah, that's just your ankle now. That's what I feel like. Now. That's that's just what happens, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, things just start stop working or you know run out of fluid and you know <laughs> cartilage. <laughs> Do you think that's what it is? Just go, no, well, just that's no it fluid now. left. Yeah. I turned about two weeks ago. I looked to my left sharply, mm. and um, and hurt my neck, and I thought that's. That's the next job. That's its only job. Keep your yeah, head up just and turn left and right. Go left and right, yeah. But not sharply, though. Not anymore. Not past 40. Just take your time when, you know, crossing a road. You don't have to whip left and right. You know, you just slowly, ever so slowly. I know, That's but then, you know, when, see, when I saw Top Gun, you know, mm. he's 60 now, yeah. Tom Cruise. He's yeah. turning left and right sharply all the time. I know, but maybe he's warmed up. That's what it is. You've been warming up. I mean, you know, do some isometrics or whatever it's called. You know, when you just do that in the morning, just give everything a turn. I don't know if I can. (laughs) I don't know if I can uh, like to actually, you know, start warming up before I do like just go out of the before you start looking. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I think as you get a little bit older, things become a little bit less interesting, so you don't whip your head around as much as quickly. Maybe you're in the sort of oh, crossover stage, you know what I mean? Because you've, right. well, you've probably seen it anyway, so there's no point looking really quickly. It'll still be there. So and is that the stage, it, you're, you're sort of late 40s? So yeah, because you go after, point, yeah, maybe you go after that and you go, oh, there's nothing really that exciting well, over there, is there? So I'll just turn me at a normal speed that I know that my neck is comfortable with mm. and see what's over there. Oh, that's that again. All right. Crack on yeah. every day. It's just, it's just every day. <laughs> every day I just wake up and something different hurts. It's not It's not fun. No. Not enjoying no. this life begins at 40, I think. Yeah. No, I'm sure no. it does. Well, you know, it's a state of mind, isn't it? I think you've got you to, you know, stop looking for the bad stuff, look for the good stuff. You can still turn your neck. I mean, just not as quickly. <laughs> well, there is that. There is that. I'll, I'll slow down my neck turning. Fair play. Yeah. This is... Matters. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, Steve. Back to filming. Back to 35 Back to filming, yeah. We only get Saturdays off. So, uh, no, we get Sundays off. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. Back in it Back now. Back to filming all week. Back in and filming you've got something. another eight weeks? Eight weeks. Yeah, no, eight My weeks. Goodness. Yeah, eight weeks left. Oh, Fly goodness. back on September I've... the 11th. So that'd be, yeah. 
Oh, nice. Okay, good luck with that. Um, yeah. I'm uh, I'm back on tour. Obviously, I've only got two weeks left uh, before the summer break. Uh, Dartford uh, this week, Weymouth, mm. Stevenage, Folkestone, and then we're over to uh, where are we going? Margate, Tunbridge oh, Wells, Margate. Eastbourne, good. and Croydon. Oh, you're down my end again, aren't you? Down, down your end, again. I know. And I'm doing Sheffield as well. I'm doing a tramline festival in uh, in Sheffield. And actually tonight, if you're around in the uh, sort of northwest, um, I'm doing a little gig at uh, Tatton Park, which will be lovely. It's outside. Uh, it's the Tatton Park Festival, and uh, that's uh, over in Nutsford in Cheshire, uh, if you fancy coming along to that. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy the sunshine, and we'll see you next week here on Absolute.